Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hey girl, I'm Micaela, a mother, wife, Jesus follower, podcaster, empowerment coach, and a Chicana who loves her cafecito. I'm on a mission to empower each mujer to give herself permission to be the woman God created her to be. Because just like you, I wear many hats. Girl, I see you trying to take care of everyone else. But on this podcast, I invite you to grab your cafecito or glass of wine. Sit back, relax, because I'm going to mentor you and teach you how to stop being afraid of becoming the woman you know you were meant to be. So you ready? All right, girl, let's do this. Welcome to this week's episode of the Fearless Mujer. This is Micaela. I'm so excited that you stopped by for a virtual cup of cafecito. And I'm excited for today's episode. I have the honor of having Rita Bautista of the Latina Podcasters Network. She's the founder. She's here with me and she's going to just share with us a quick word of, you know, inspiration and empowerment. Um, But I'm going to go ahead and let you introduce yourself. So who are you, Rita? (laughs) Well, first of all, Micaela, thank you so much for having me on the show today. I'm super excited to be here and a big shout out to everybody who's listening. So my name is Rita Bautista. I am a first generation Latina in the U.S. My parents are from Honduras and I am the founder of the Latina Podcasters Network, which was founded in 2019. Um, I'm also a podcaster as well. Um, I have a podcast called Empodera Latina, which is the flagship podcast for the Latina Podcasters Network now, which is actually a rebrand from my initial podcast empowerment and all that. Wow. Um, yeah. So outside of that, I'm a tia. I'm a, I'm a dog mom. I'm a daughter. I am a lover of food and <laughs> wine and <laughs> having a good time. I'm I'm more spiritual. I, I love being a good person. I think that it's extremely important in these days. Um, I value collaboration over competition. It's becoming more and more part of who I am as a person. Um, and I'm a huge Ravens fan. So those are the <laughs> those are kind of like the the pillars of who I am as a person. And they continue to mold me every day. That's so cool. That is so cool. I love, you know, I just love like who you are as a person. I've gotten to just chat with you a little bit, but you can just see how much of a cheerleader you are for other people. And I just love that so much. Um, And, you know, that you're a Ravens fan. (laughs) I'm sure other Ravens fans (laughs) will appreciate that. Um, So Rita, why did you start podcasting? You know, I went through um, a few years of like a really hard period. I lost my grandmother. I had gotten broken up with. It was probably like my first time really falling in love. Um, and 
I remember being up late night looking at Instagram and getting all these inspirational quotes from people who sometimes don't realize that they're a blessing in disguise, right? Mm -hmm. Like you kind of nowadays people look for messages, whether it's from God or the universe Mm -hmm. um, somewhere. And and most of those times are when you're in despair and you're saying, can I just give a sign? And it was one of those things where I was like, I just need something to remind me that everything's going to be okay. And like, I would get all these like positive messages through Instagram. And now one day I finally was kind of like pushed or forced into doing the podcast because I had been wanting to do one for a long time, but it was almost calling to me to return the exact thing that was given to me, but in a verbal form, you know, like I was never a huge, strong writer. Mm-hmm. I used to love to write, but I wasn't that great at grammar. So that's the secret that I let go here in your, <laughs> in your podcast. But ver- like verbal conversation um, has always been just something that I excelled in. And so I figured what not, uh, uh, what would be the best way for me to like be grateful and give back my gratitude to the world. Um, because people who I didn't even know were helping me, I wanted to do the same thing for others. And that's how I started empowerment and all that. Wow. That is so cool. I love that. I think that I don't think women realize how powerful their voice truly is. And a lot of times you think nobody wants to hear what I have to say, but that's not true. Like when you hear even, even what you said, like you were actually going through a moment of like, you lost your grandma, you got broken up with. I think that's a critical moment where you kind of look at your life and self-reflect. So also when we share our stories at whatever capacity and someone else hears that they went like, wow, you went through that. Me too. It's almost like this bond is created just automatically. So I love that because when you start podcasting, I don't know if you've you had these thoughts, like, who's going to hear me? Who Who's going to listen, right? So I, I just love that so much that you um, wanted to give back. And, and I think that's such an inspiration. Um, so you did say that that's kind of where the Latina Podcasters Network started. What's the heart behind that? Because I heard you say that you you love collaboration. And I don't know why, but in the Latina culture, we're always like, oh, look at her. Who does she think she is, Right. But there's something powerful that happens when we collab. So what's the heart behind that? So, um, you know, I have worked in different industries my whole life, most male dominated industries. And a majority of the time, because I've been so like um, just headstrong, it was always just it was either me myself being the only woman, but also realizing that I was also the only Latina in most of these environments. And so when I went to college, the one thing that created a big community for me was joining a Latin sorority. And it helped me kind of see that there were other people that looked like me that were doing the same thing. And I think in a lot of industries these days, it's very difficult for us to see a reflection of others doing the same thing as we are. Um And sometimes when you think you're reinventing the wheel, it really is very challenging and hard versus if you know that you have a network of people, you have the ability to kind of like continue going and you're like, oh, well, I see somebody else who's doing this. So I'm not the only one. And whether you need a little boost of inspiration because there is somebody else doing the same thing or you feel confident in doing something because there are others that look like you, um, I felt like that was really important. So when I first started podcasting, I noticed that all of the charts, um, Spotify, uh, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Cast, whoever, 
um, you get your podcast from, none of them really had people, women of color or women in general on their top 100 charts. Now we're slowly starting to see that. And I think that it's good and bad result of what happened with George Floyd last year. I think a lot more companies are starting to become more aware of our voices. We're here. They just don't want them mainstream. And to me, I think that's a very big disservice to the talent that I've been able to connect with and to see over the last two years of building this company out. So for me, it was really one, I wanted to connect to more women. And then when I realized that I was connecting to women, but I still wasn't seeing myself reflected back, I said, sometimes we have to stop waiting for someone to come ask us for a seat at the table. We as Latinas, I think, have the responsibility now to start creating things. We need to stop worrying about what people aren't doing for us and actually start doing it for ourselves. So that was the biggest inspiration for me because I was like, you know what? If I sit here and wait, it'll be another 10 years before somebody sees that our voices are valuable. And Latinas are legitimately in this country going to be a economic powerhouse. If you don't know it now, you should. The statistics are proving it. We are number one in small business development. We are number one in um, educating as fast as possible. Our numbers are growing exponentially. We are A majority of us are the ones who make the decisions in economics in our homes. And all of these numbers mean so much, but it doesn't mean as much unless we are the ones who are able to create the businesses that can control the ability and the authenticity that connects to our communities. And I think that's really where a lot of these companies have missed the mark is like, yeah, you can promote whatever you want to us, but if it's not authentically coming through our own voices or the people that look like us and have had these experiences like us, we're not going to connect to it. And the power of our community is that we are people who not only listen to advertisements, but we listen to what our tias and our abuelas say. That's why majority of us are still wearing Vicks to this day. (laughs) We don't know if it works. But you it know, yeah, exactly. I'm laughing because you see what I mean when you yeah. when you talk to another Latina. It don't matter where you're from, where you come from. Mm-hmm. There's always that something that just bonds you, and it happens to be Vic sometimes, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like this kind of so true. Like um, we're so passionate about what we love, even our cafecito, right? Like mm-hmm. whatever it is, Bustelo, Nescafe, whatever you're drinking, we're so passionate about things. And that's why there's so much power economically that we get to influence what we buy, who buys what, where we shop. So I love that you mentioned that. And it's the same when it comes to um, actually, I want to touch on what you said about, you know, someone looking like us. I think as, as little girls, you know, growing up, you know, I grew up here, I grew up in Chicago, you, you are growing up in this culture of, you know, for me, I I was Mexican, but you're American at the same time, but you're still looking for somebody who looks like you, like, Mm -hmm. wow, she looks like me. And that's why, like, I love seeing Latinas in, you know, Hollywood and they're doing it. And you're like, man, like, Yes, she looks like me. So I I just love that you touched on that. And, you know, I just love your heart behind you. You notice it when you go somewhere and you're like, whoa, like, where's my sisters at? Right. Like, where are they? So I think that it's important that other people see that you can do it. And I think even just because we're talking about podcasting, you don't always know when you start. You just kind of start and you evolve 
And that's why it's important to collab because instead of comparing yourself or competing, you get to actually learn from other women who are like, you know, fiercely and fearlessly showing up. And so this podcast is all about empowering mujeres to be who they've been created to be. And you're right. We don't always have to wait around for someone to validate us, to tell us, oh, yeah, Miha, you could do that. Like, girl, you just you just got to open the door and do it, you know, and so someone may not come to rescue you and you just have to rescue yourself, you know? (laughs) Absolutely. I think, you know, that's one of the most powerful things about our community, whether it's because of, you know, the difficulty that it was for a majority of our parents or ourselves, whoever's listening, um, to get here, to have these opportunities, right? Um, That challenge of going from wherever our parents came from or our family members or our ancestors came from to where we validate who we are now is so powerful. I mean, there is $1.7 trillion that we are injecting into the economy. And these numbers, I only repeat them back because when I'm approaching different corporations and stuff for um, advertisement opportunities to monetize podcasts for Latinas now, you know, I have to be able to talk to them in their language. But for me, like you said, we're passionate. We have always known who we are as people, even if people didn't validate us for our authenticity, for our passion, for our determination to make it like we literally are survivors. And that turns a person easily in the next generation into strivers, you know, so it's like you're no longer um, surviving, you're thriving. And at this point, how do you take that to the next level? So it's like now we start creating spaces for ourselves to connect again. And it's not about being exclusive, but if anything, being inclusive so we can create a space that is more inclusive for others as well. Yeah, I love that. Girl, you're you're so empowering. I love that. And you know, that's that's what I love. I love to connect with women that you know, you are at the same time you're making a way, you're paving the way, but you're bringing other people to the table with you and I just gives me chills. <laughs> um as we wrap up, Rita, can you just share with us? I know that you have a heart of like Um, connecting women and, you know, especially Latina women, why is it important that as a woman, you elevate other women? I think because history has taught us that we are competing with each other. And in the reality of it is, is women are the most powerful beings. Um, Whether you are a woman that's naturally born or a person who feels like you are a woman, I think that's even more powerful as well now that we're starting to see people who are connecting to their inner feminine. And, you know, for me, it's like women already have had it so hard. You know, if you think about like even our bodies, our natural process of what we do with our bodies and what we can't control about them, you know what I mean? Like from something at the most simplistic cellular level to like what we have to portray, how we have to dress, how we look, how we have. It's like this whole thing. Men don't have to sit there and worry about heels, makeup, hair, like clothes, like they can wear the same thing for seven months and we would never care. Like a man doesn't ever have to cut his hair and we would really still marry him. You know what I mean? It's like a woman has to like be this just unbelievably unfractured being. Right. And it's like, if that in and of itself is not a reason for us to protect each other and to uplift each other, 
then I don't know what is like on the more on the most humane level. But on the larger level, for me, it's really like we are all human beings. Overall, to me, we are all human beings. And for so many years, people have taught us that we're not enough. And to me, that just doesn't, this doesn't make sense. It doesn't work for me. I don't think that there's gender bias. I believe that mm-hmm. we have specific things that our bodies are meant for. That's scientific. I'm not going to yeah. get too far into that. <laughs> I mean, I think at the most basic level, right? But, <laughs> but, um, but I do believe that as human beings, we have to have that humane, the humane level of where we get started from. Yeah. And if we as humans continue to break each other down, we're going to continue to see negativity. We're going to see all of these things that we could be working together. If you go by yourself, it's going to take so much longer for you to get there. But if you go together, it becomes like wildfire. It just spreads without you even having to do so much work. And it's like, why wouldn't you want to uplift somebody who's also doing the same thing? Because if you do it by yourself and you get one thing, that's great. But what if you go with one other person and that person now puts your name ahead of you before you even get there? Like. When you collaborate with people, that's genuinely what it is. You're building a a network. You're basically building a foundation with people instead of doing it by yourself. You start growing a lot faster. So I encourage everybody who's listening, it's time for us to get rid of that um, competition concept um, because it doesn't make sense moving forward. If we really, truly want to have a different lifestyle and experience in this world that's positive for the next generation, we have to believe that our voices are just as powerful as everybody else's. And if we all come to the table together, things will definitely work out for us. Wow. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I think that, yeah, we have to just, you know, help each other and uplift each other. And I I love when other women are doing what I'm doing. It's so it's a way for me to learn and for us to kind of strengthen each other. So uh, Rita, before we go, can you just let everyone know where to find you if they want to connect with you if they want to maybe start podcasting? Sure. So you can find Latina Podcasters Network. We have a directory of over 70 podcasts, all created and hosted by Latinas at latinapodcasters.com under the podcast tab. Um, you can also, if you are a podcaster and you're listening to this and you want to connect to community and also monetize your podcast, we're in the process of doing that now. So you can go to Latina Podcasters Network and join the membership. It's only $4.99 a month. And we do one virtual call a month for networking opportunities. We're also doing a clubhouse call and we have a Facebook group and we do Pod de la Semana. So if you have a podcast and you're on the network, I do an interview with you on our IG live, which has an ac- access to over 7,000 people that are following us. We also put you in our newsletter. So we want to amplify our voices and continue growing them. Um, so if you want more information on Latina podcasters to be part of the network, or if you just want to start listening and diversifying your audio, go to Latina podcasters, Latina podcasters.com. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, all under Latina Podcasters. And if you want to connect with me personally on IG, it's Rita E. Bautista. Cool. Thank you. Guys, go check out Rita. She's inspiring and really just bringing women together. Um, I love that. I love women who are empowering and inspiring others. So go check her out and you'll find all her info in the show notes. God bless you guys. 
Hey girl, thanks so much for joining me. It was such a pleasure hanging out with you. If this episode inspired you and empowered you, share it with the women in your life so that they can be empowered too. And could I ask you for a quick favor? It would mean the world to me if you left me a review and subscribed. That way you never miss an episode. And if you want to connect with me, I'm on Instagram at the Fearless Mujer Podcast. You can also come join the private Facebook group. Fearless Mujeres is a sisterhood and community where you're going to be empowered and inspired. And you'll find the link to that group in the show notes. And girl, let me ask you a quick question. Have you been feeling like you're not walking in your true purpose? If you're looking for guidance and clarity and support, book a free 20-minute clarity call with me. We can focus on the things that are holding you back from really walking and stepping into your God-given purpose. And girl, before you go, if you want to screenshot this episode and share it to your Instagram, Facebook, that would be pretty cool. All right, girl, until next time, God bless.